0: hey guys welcome back to the second episode of the fro anime podcast your one-stop shop for news on anime games and discussions i'm your host dallas and today we will be talking about winter 2020 anime coming out as well as some uh, new light novels and things that are getting reboots and uh anime adaptions so let's go ahead and get started with this episode of the fro anime podcast Alright, let's see what happened today, January 13th, in anime history. Voice actress Danielle Judavis, the voice of Tintin in Naruto and Naruto Shippuden, her birthday is today. Happy birthday Danielle Judavis. Um, she also voice acts the, uh, the role of Batgirl or Barbara Gordon in Batman the Animated Series. I know it's not technically anime, but it's animated, so today I'm going to let it slide. And that's all we have for today in anime. Alright, let's see what's hot this week in anime. kuma 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 bear or the english title the bears bear a bear kuma which doesn't get any less confusing in english um, is a light novel series that is getting an anime adaption it is an isekai like we don't have enough of those already circulating around but hey i guess you know the world needs more isekais so i'll go ahead and read you guys the synopsis of that 15 year old yuna prefers staying home and obsessively playing her favorite vr mmo to doing anything else including going to school, when a strange new update gives her a -a one-of-a-kind bear outfit that comes with overpowered abilities, Yuna is torn. The outfit is unbearably cute, but too embarrassing to wear in-game, but then she suddenly finds herself transported into the world of the game, facing down monsters and magic for real, and the bear suit becomes the best weapon she has." Now, um, the author Kumano began writing this in 2014, and it's just now getting an English uh, light novel adaption, I think last October. So it's 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 just now starting to gain popularity in the West. Um, but now we get an anime, uh, an anime adaptation for you guys who like uh, Kuma, Kuma, Kuma Bear. I've never heard of it personally. This is my first time hearing it, researching uh, news for this week's episode. So, but based on like the, the the illustration that they put out for a teaser for the anime, the art style looks pretty good. Um, Moving right along, we have Higurashi no Naku Koro-ni, which is Higurashi When They Cry. It's an anime series that aired originally in 2006. It aired for uh, two seasons with some OVAs. It was about 50 episodes. Um, It's getting a reboot. And the new series will be animated by Studio Passion, um, who did the newest season of High School DxD and Rail Wars. Now, I haven't seen the newest season of High School DxD. I stopped watching it after season one, to be honest. Um, but Rail Wars, I, I love the way that the art and animation looked in that So I'll go ahead and read you guys for those of you who don't know about Higurashi when they cry I'll read you the synopsis really quickly on that um, And this is really short. Um set in 1983 The franchise revolves around the sinister background to a seemingly peaceful rural village and its annual festival um, I don't want to really give you guys any more than that just because there's already an anime out about it and if you guys want to see uh, see what this anime is about or kind of get a feel for what the new series will be you can go you guys can go ahead and watch the original series that came out in 2006 um that's all we have for this week and uh what's hot in anime just because um the latter half of this podcast will actually be me, me talking about uh winter 2020 anime coming up which is kind of more news so just stay tuned for the subject matter of this week if you want to hear more anime news this week i watched the anime that i watched this week was high score girl it's an anime i actually revisited for this podcast to give you guys a proper review of it i watched it a while ago but i just watched it again this week um so high score girl is a 15 episode well it's 21 episodes currently uh, as season two is currently airing or just finished airing but um season one was 12 episodes with three episode uh, ova extension and season two isn't dubbed and i watched it dubbed on netflix so it's also not available on netflix either so high score girl is an anime that i liked a lot it was something i really enjoyed watching um and i tell you guys a little bit about it right now so the year is 1991 and arcade video games are the latest craze Becoming a professional gamer is a far-fetched dream in an industry that has yet to spread its influence. Yet, that is the path 6th grader Haruo Yaguchi wants to pursue. His aptitude for video games has earned him respect in local arcades and bestowed him with confidence and pride, both of which are shattered when fellow classmate Akira Ono easily defeats him in Street Fighter 2. Akura is rich pretty and smart as close as can be to a perfect girl but Haroro had never cared about these things as despite his multiple shortcomings as a person his supremacy in video games was in his mind undisputed so now that someone has appeared who can rival him part of Haroro cannot help but loathe her another part however itches for somebody who can compete with him on equal terms. And Aqua is more than capable. So, that was the basically the summary of High Score Girl. Um, it's basically about a kid who all he does in his free time is play games, video games at the arcade. Um, it takes place in the early 90s, um, where arcade cabinets uh, were very prominent um, in Japan, and to, to some extent, they still are a little bit um but this was the time where fighting games and just games video games in general were very um on the rise so he spent all this time in in arcades and things like that undefeated um he had he had a very very cocky uh, air about himself until one day this girl named akura ono came up to him and just beat him and from then on he had this this newfound respect for her but at the same time he kind of hated that fact um, that's, I guess, that's the summary in my own words. So, a couple of things that I actually liked about this are actually a lot. To be honest, I loved a lot of things about this anime, and I really couldn't find too many things I disliked. Um, with the art style, first off, um, I should definitely say that the art style is CG. Um, I couldn't tell it was CG until episode like two or three. I was watching it one day, and I was just like, "Wait a minute, is this is this a?" Uh, hand-drawn because the way the characters are animated you can kind of tell when a cg anime uh, is cg because they move a little bit differently than hand-drawn characters if that makes any sense um but yeah the way these characters were moving it, it kind of felt like really weird to be hand-drawn i looked a little closer and i was like oh wait a minute this is definitely cg but you couldn't tell if you didn't if you weren't really paying attention to it so um the animation is cg but they, you can tell that the uh, animators did their best to try to make the art style look as anime, hand-drawn as possible. Um, next, you know, I'm a huge fighting game fan. I, I'm a huge video game fan just in general. But um, I, I love fighting games uh, probably the second most of any other uh, type of game genre. So all the different fighting game references, really, I felt right at home. Um, they, don't, they don't use a lot of, Uh, Fake video game names. They don't say like like road brawler. They say Street Fighter. They don't they don't say uh, Darksiders they they call the game what it is dark stalkers Mortal Kombat the PlayStation 1 The Neo Geo all these different game consoles and games. They don't beat around the bush They it's like they went out of their way to get the license or not the license, but to get um, the rights to say these names in the games reference these games and names and you can kind of tell because you know the amount of times they use that to push the story forward. A good example in the anime: whenever Yaguchi, the main character, is uh, perplexed or needs to think about something, he uh, he always goes to his favorite Street Fighter character, Guile. Guile comes up on the screen and he talks. It's, it's Guile. It's not some generic um, military character from a fighting game. It's actually Guile. And they do a lot of different references throughout the game, and or not throughout the game, throughout the anime. And you know, to me, I just I love the fact that they went out of their way to make sure that all the different uh licenses of fighting games that you expect to see in a fighting game based anime were there another thing that i really liked were the characters personalities um so there's a couple of characters in uh high school girls not too many they really focus on about two or three um there's yaguchi our main character who to me he i i don't like him as a character i love him as a written character but i don't like him as a person that's how well he was written to me personally so uh to give you a little bit of background about him uh yaguchi the main character he's he's this kid who's really big on fighting games all he does uh, he comes home from school goes straight to the arcade uh he's he skips out on like trips or whatever wherever he's going to go to the school arcade or not to the school arcade but to the the, the local arcade uh, he plays games all day, every day. He plays Street Fighter, Darkstalkers, Mortal Kombat, uh, everything. Even like Final Fight and things like that. So, yeah, this, this this kid who's just super obsessed with with fighting games. And, you know, you could almost say it's a borderline addiction. It's not that far, but um, sometimes it does kind of feel like this kid loves fighting. It's a little bit too much. So, um, he's really cocky. You can tell he's really cocky. You can tell he wins a lot because when he, whenever he's fighting someone in the arcade he kind of has this cocky air about him like he he knows he's gonna win he knows the other characters aren't are performing nowhere near as good as he is um and one, like one thing he does is when he's, he's fighting this kid who's a turtler um in fighting games a turtler is someone who uses a lot of defensive maneuvers um who blocks a lot tries to parry counter things like that instead of using the very offensive play style so um, when he's fighting this turtler, he's kind of like, man, this kid, he's turtling. He doesn't know what he's doing. He does not uh, actually fight me. And he's, he gets kind of cocky. Um, and he eventually does beat the kid. Um, but then he, gets to, then he gets to this girl named Akira, who shows up one day at his arcade and just like thrashes him. Like no contest, What it wasn't a challenge for her. She beat him. And he gets super upset about it. His competitive spirit comes out and he's like, man, that was, it was a really good fight. I really like to fight hit her, but dang, I didn't want to lose. And you can kind of tell that's like the kind of personality that he has. Um, then you have Akira Ono, who's the main girl of the anime, um, the girl who I just spoke about a little bit in the in the last couple of sentences, uh, the girl who came up and you know beat our main character like it was nothing. She she doesn't ever say a single word. I can't remember of the two times that I watched this anime, I've I've never heard her speak everything she does is through like gestures and uh like body expressions and things she doesn't she's not a vocal character at all like i'm looking at the my anime list listing for our voice actors i'm surprised she has one because they never say anything maybe sounds like grunts or like uh things like that or sound effects but they definitely don't speak that's for sure um so her character, even though she doesn't speak, you would think, oh, the character doesn't speak, so they must not be a very expressive character. You'd be wrong. She has a lot of expression, and not just the way her, she moves her body, but the way she fights as a fighter in a fighting game. Um, and then on top of that, you have Hidaka. Hidaka is a character that gets introduced a little bit farther down the line in the anime. Um, the reason I'm talking about her now is just because she is a central part of the plot of the story. So she's a girl who, you could say, I guess you you could call her kind of introverted. You call her a little socially inept. She doesn't really talk to anybody, um, but I guess she keeps finding herself in situations where she's around our main character Yaguchi. And originally, she thinks he's pretty annoying. She thinks, um, why why do I keep gravitating towards this guy? What makes this guy tick? And slowly over time, you kind of see her start to develop interest in not only Yaguchi, uh, the kid, but also his hobby of video games even to a, to, a, to a more surprising point than you would think um, and so there becomes an interesting like, three way triangle dynamic between Yaguchi uh, Ono and Hitaka that you'll see as you watch the anime as the anime story develops a little bit so while the character archetypes of our main characters are still they still fit into like, one character archetype well they're a lot more diverse in the way that the characters actually and genuinely express themselves now a couple other things i like about this anime is it's really chill it's really laid back i will call it a slice, a slice of life um the anime listening for it officially is a slot is a romance comedy i wouldn't really call it a romance or a comedy really because it's i mean it has its funny moments but it's not it doesn't go out of its way to try to make you laugh the things that make you laugh are kind of moment to moment in and of itself um And it's really just more of a slice of life. It's really laid back, just everyday life of this one sixth grade kid who likes playing video games. You see this kid grow up a little bit over time. As new video games get released, he's a kid in the early 90s just playing games, going from arcade to finally getting his own personal home console, playing games, and just developing as a a kid who just loves games with a, a genuine rival, who's a girl, who's this girl who just can't, he just can't seem to beat. Um, and that's really, like, the tone of the anime. is really light, light-hearted. And, yeah. So, I tried really hard to try to find things I didn't like about this anime. Because if it was up to me, I would have just stopped the review right there. But I want to give you guys a quality, unbiased, objective review of this anime. So, I did, I, I looked at the anime. I kept looking, trying to see if there's something I just didn't like. And I can't say there's, there's actually one thing that I genuinely did not like. this anime did and it was uh the love triangle i kind of spoke about a little bit earlier uh they they forced the romance of the three characters um it's not a heavy romance romantic arc it's not a this isn't a romance like i said i wouldn't call it one um but you can kind of tell they're trying to make a a romance out of something that if you watch the anime you'll see i don't i feel like these characters wouldn't act or react the way these that they're making these characters act it just feels a little bit unnatural feels a little forced only one character out of the three of them i would really say um has any reason to expect the romance out of but the other ones just it it feels completely out of character for those guys um so if you can't already tell i i think you guys should really go ahead and check out this anime it's really great i liked it a lot if you can get past the cg art style which to me it wasn't hard to do because it's still pretty drawing it's drawing pretty much like a hand-drawn anime just with uh 3d models under them uh, i would definitely give it a watch you can go ahead and check it out on netflix um, only the first 12 episodes plus the three ova episodes are available on netflix right now dubbed and subbed i believe now in japan currently there are all 21 episodes and the three ovas are completely subbed in japan available but as far as on the american side you can only watch the first 15 episodes go ahead and give it a look i think it's a pretty great anime i give it up eight out of ten okay this week's subject matter is upcoming winter anime uh in honor of this the winter 2020 anime season starting I thought I'd talk about some anime I'm looking forward to seeing um, some I've been waiting a, a really long time for some I've just found out about maybe within the last month or so but I thought I'd give you guys uh, the insight on what I'm looking forward to watching um, this this anime season and you possibly most likely nine times out of ten see some of these anime as I finish them pop up on the this week I watched portion of of the show so starting out we have magia record which is an anime um adaption of a popular video game in japan so if you guys don't know about madoka magica um it's a dark anime girl or not anime girl a dark magical girl anime um just puts a little twist on your uh, run-of-the-mill magical girl anime series so there was a game that came out called magia record for ios and android um, a little while ago it was actually just um released the u.s version in august of 2019 um i recommend playing I, if you like the modoka series it's pretty fun if you don't um there's i mean it's, if you like anime you can watch you can play it uh, other than that i can't really recommend anyone else but this isn't a recommendation for that so moving on um Majir record is about the story of that game it takes place kind of as a side story alternative to the main plot line of the main series Madoka Magica So the the synopsis is the new heroine of magic records Iroha A magical girl on the hunt for her missing sister Ui in Kamehama Also in Kamehama is Madoka who's searching for similarly missing Homura So Homura and Madoka are from the main series um, They were the two uh, the main characters And so this series doesn't really follow those two They're in it but it really follows um Iroha as she goes around in looking for her uh lost sister and whatnot. And if you played the game, then you kind of already know the story a little bit. Um cuz it's in that adapt- adaptation of the game, the app. So next is Kyoko Suri. Kyoko Suri is one I found out not too long ago. Um I'll go ahead and read you the synopsis of that since I don't really know too much about this one. I just liked what I heard and from what I've seen of uh, illustrations so far. Um, and for also for Maji Record, it has been out since January 4th. I think it comes out January 13th for For American viewers who aren't watching it on Funimation. If you're watching on Funimation, you get it on January 4th. Crunchyroll and Hulu will get it on January. 13th i believe um so moving on like i said the kyoko siri at the young age of 11 kotoko iwanaga was abducted by yukai for two weeks and asked to become their god of wisdom a mediator between the spirit and human worlds to which the girl quickly agreed but at the cost of her right eye and left leg now now six years later whenever yukai wished for their problems to be solved they made their way to kotoko for consultation. Meanwhile, Kuro Sakuragawa, a 22-year-old university student, has just broken up with his girlfriend after he fled alone when the two encountered a kappa. Seeing this as her chance to become closer with him, Kotoko immediately makes her move, hoping to get married to Kuro one day. However, she quickly realizes there is something more to Kuro. With this knowledge, she asks for his help in solving the various issues presented by the supernatural all the while wishing her newfound partner will eventually reciprocate her feelings so this anime is um it's it's from a manga and it's animated by studio brains base now i've never personally heard of uh studio brains base so i can't really tell you guys too much about them but it's supposed to be a mystery uh, supernatural comedy so that that'll be pretty interesting it, lo- it looks good from like the uh from the the artwork, and this one airs January twelfth, twenty twenty. Now, the one that I'm probably most excited for on this list is not Maji Record. It's probably ID Invaded. Um, I've seen a couple trailers for it, and I gotta say I, I'm I can't wait to start watching it. It it aired January sixth, twenty twenty, so it's already um, it's already uh, had its first episode come out. Um, so I go ahead and read you guys the synopsis Sakaito is a genius detective who can track down any criminal but when his daughter is murdered revenge lands him on the other side of the law now in prison he helps the police solve mysteries using a system that invades a person's identity little by little a trail of blood forms and it all leads back to his daughter's murder so um I'm really looking forward to this one just because I love the way that it's drawn um it's drawn in a real like i mean it's not too out of the ordinary for the art style i just just like the less shiny looking uh animes these days like if you if you guys uh watch dragon ball super you'll know how what kind of shiny i'm talking about i don't really like that i like a lot more matte colors and things like that it's a sci-fi mystery um and it came out on january 6th so I'm, re- I'm really looking forward to this one Probably more than anything else And it is an original anime So it doesn't have a manga or a light novel Which in, in my opinion I actually like those better than Anime with a manga Because it allows them to Do more with it Without being constrained by previous source materials Like the, the last anime I watched that was From a uh, original Source was Recreators and that anime Man let me guide, let me tell you guys that was that's probably one of my favorite anime of the decade easily i'll definitely do a review about that anime sometime in the future but yeah um id invade i'm really looking forward to so uh moving right along we have boku no tonari ni ankoko hakaishin ga imasu which translates to a destructive god sits next to me boku haka this anime um, is about Seri Kokyuki who is trying to have a normal school life, but instead he ends up acting as the straight man to his odd classmate, Kabuto Hanadori. Kabuto is a delusional high school student whose fantasies range from believing he's a knight on a journey, to claiming that removing his eye patch will release a darker alter ego, who he refers to as Michael off Dunkelheit. Seri is determined not to let himself get pushed around by Kabuto. But it seems that that this will be easier said than done. Now, I'm going to tell you guys a few reasons why I'm really looking forward to this anime. Um, I personally love Chunibyo in anime. I feel like it's probably one of my uh, favorite tropes. I loved uh, uh, when supernatural battles are commonplace. The main character in that one, uh, he had this ability where he... Or yeah, he thought he had this ability where his right arm was on fire, and he'd always try to trick his classmates. I absolutely love that stuff. I'm, I'm just a fool for that stuff. Um, and then one of my all-time favorite animes, uh, Love Chunibyo and Delusions, which basically uh, brought the Chunibyo to, uh, to the forefront. That is one of that's like I said, it's one of my favorite animes. Anime by the Studio uh, Kyoto Animations. They do amazing jobs in uh, storytelling and things like that. And so whenever I see an anime about Junibio, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I, I'll definitely give this one a watch. I can't wait to give this one a watch. I'm really excited for it. I haven't really seen too many trailers or anything like that for it. But that's not going to stop me from watching this one. And this one aired January 10th. So it's already out as well. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And, and the studio that did this one is another one that I haven't heard of. It's Studio EMT Squared. I haven't heard of that one, but hopefully they do this anime series justice because I'm looking forward to this one personally. And last but not least is Ishuzoku reviewers. In our world, the human race constantly debates about several important issues, such as which girl is the best, how good is something as fapping material, which fetish is the sexiest. Accompany these great warriors as they present us with different girls, different opinions different boners and show us that the fantasy world may not be all that different from ours now i'm just looking forward to this one just because uh it looks it looks like it's gonna be really really funny i'm i'm not gonna say i'm a big fan of ecchi i've seen a couple of ecchi anime in the past um some animes they they do well with it some do better without it uh, i'll give you guys an example uh, high school of the dead i thought that was a phenomenal anime about zombies however the ecchi really ruined that anime for me like, every, it was just unnecessary at every turn. I couldn't really couldn't really focus on the story because it just had, like, so much fan service everywhere. And I, I really didn't job with that. But some animes, they actually take it and they kind of make it their thing. Uh, a prime example that I'm pretty sure most of you are already probably thinking in your head is High School DXD. I dropped it after season one, but High School DXD did a really good job of taking the etchy and running with it. Like, the dudes, in the first five minutes of the anime, the main character, he says straight up, he's like, I want to be in a harem, that's my only goal, and I want I to make this possible. And he does it, and, you know, runs with it. So, you know, depending on your, your, your style, your thing, this may not be your thing. Because this anime looks like the Echi is, is kind of part of its charm, Is one reason why I would give it a try. Um, if it was kind of, like, kind of just put there for fan service, I'd probably skip this one. And it looks like it's going to be really funny so this is also animated by studio passion um so you know thank people anime high school dxd new and real wars they did a phenomenal job on real wars um this anime comes out january 11th 2020 so it'll already be out by the time this podcast is airing actually all of these will already be out by the time um this podcast is airing as week one of the winter 2020 anime season start started on january 7th so those are some anime that i'm personally looking forward to um, for this anime season Um, i hope i don't have to drop any of these because they all look pretty good Uh, i wish i knew a little bit more about them but i don't know they just the trailers only tell you so much and especially when they're not dubbed you can only get so much from those trailers but you know we'll see as, as the season goes on what what i like what i don't and i'll keep you guys informed as well and thank you guys again for listening to another episode of the fro anime podcast i appreciate all of you guys and i hope that you tune in again next week uh you can follow me on instagram and twitter at the fro anime podcast and i will see you guys again next episode